Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 83 of The Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on The Path this week. You can see here, if you're watching this podcast, we have some new uh, decoration here in our studio. Trying to make it official, look, look a little different for you, but... Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. So if you're listening to this, you should come back and watch it too. It'd be great. Yeah, watch the video so you can see yeah. uh, our logo icon. That's right. We've got our logo up there. It looks really good. Um, but anyway, that's not the focus of what we're talking about today, <laughs> although that is very cool. But um, we are right in the middle of uh, working through Revelation uh, chapters um, 4, 5, and 6 right now is the chunk that we're in. Uh, and yesterday, we started looking at Revelation 6. And... Um, to your point, which I, I think this is, it's true, it's a little bit funny, but it's true. This is really the point in the book of Revelation where things get a little weird, right? They start to get a little not, different. Not a little weird, <laughs> very weird. Yeah, they get they get weird. And so... Let me tell you something. This is funny. Yeah, Last night uh, at the D group thing, mm-hmm. I was talking to Alan, uh, the guy who came and spoke, mm-hmm. and Bailey, the yeah. guy that was with him, um, that he had discipled. And... Uh, they were asking about something about Sunday morning and, you know, it was grad day, so it must be busy. And I was like, well, you know, Roger takes care of that. Yeah. But I preached through Revelation 6, and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, to illustrate my point yesterday where yeah. I said not many churches dive, dive into that. That's true. They yeah. both were like, what? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, are you so crazy? True. Yeah, absolutely. And that's probably not what they meant to portray, but it's definitely how I felt it. And so, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if not, uh, and, uh, by chance, they're listening I'm, i wasn't upset by that it was just it illustrated my point that yeah. it gets a little weird and so it's like should we even mess with that or just move on to something yeah. else yeah no <laughs> i i um I, I think two things number one yes we should mess with it but oh, number I two will. i'm so thankful that that you are committed to doing this because you're right i think a lot of people would look at this and go dude this is weird there's no <laughs> like there's other passages we can preach from right yeah um but God gave us these passages for a reason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's important for us to to work through them. And I think there's some really, really important things for us to learn. There are from the from especially from chapter six. And this, I don't know that I've looked at this as much. I, I've just started listening to a podcast called Blessed mm-hmm. by Nancy Guthrie, and she um, <clears throat> points out that we should dive into Revelation mm-hmm. because it comes with a promise. Yeah, not just once, but multiple times. Right. That the ones who read it will be blessed, mm-hmm. and so I want the I want all the blessing I can get, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I want our yeah. church to have all the blessing that we can get, and so for sure. So that that's certainly I know we need to know what's in it, and we need to see King Jesus high and lifted up. We mm-hmm. we need to see him uh, in his glory on his throne. We need to see all that, yeah. and that's why I initially endeavored to do so. But um, it does come with a promise that we will be blessed if we listen to it, keep it, yeah. and do it right. Yeah. And so. That's part of it, too. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So yesterday, um, we started chapter 6, looked at verses 1 through 8, and it's where, you know, chapters 4 and 5, this incredible celebration, right? It's happening in heaven because God is there. God the Father is there. Jesus the Son, as the slain lamb, takes the plan out of mm-hmm. his hand. And now... The seven spirits are there, which represent the yeah, Holy Spirit as absolutely. well. The, the triune God. Yeah, the triune right God is present and represented there in heaven. And just praise just bursts forth like yeah. worship is happening and it's this incredible scene um rainbows thunder lightning like yeah. you know all oh, it's yeah. just crazy yeah. crazy scene and then jesus now we turn okay he's taking the scroll and now he starts to break open the seals yeah 
right? And that's where it gets a little weird because right. things start happening. But um, this is where I think you you gave us a really great picture of what's happening in Scripture of this the kingdom of God bursting through the shell, if you will, of the kingdom the the kingdom of the world. Um, and so I think that that really is a vital thing for us to grasp. So. Help us for a little bit. Maybe maybe remind us of that illustration, and then let, let's talk about for a minute what that what does that mean? Why is that important? Why is it important that we see those those cracks happening in the kingdom and this this expansion of of Jesus's kingdom happening? Why is that important? Well, let me jump back to four and five for just a second because sure. remember we we said that we were putting on new glasses to see something that was always there, mm. but something we couldn't see unless yeah. we had glasses. We talked about that. We used the analogy from you know one of my favorite movies, I think you said, yeah. one of your favorite as well, National Treasure, right? Yeah. So where they have... <laughs> the Ben, ben Franklin glasses. Ben, ben yeah. Franklin spectacles, yeah. To see the map on the back of the so Declaration cool of Independence. Yeah. If those really existed, <laughs> yeah. but thankfully... Or I'm sure maybe they yeah. Well, Nicolas Cage found them, so yes. we've got we to go ask him. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I think putting on those glasses helps us to see the kingdom that always was, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Revelation 4, we get a picture of the throne of God, the Almighty One that has been in existence from before eternity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's this throne room scene. we got to peek behind the curtain of something we don't get to see unless John saw that and, and wrote about it. We yeah. wouldn't get to see that until heaven, right? Right, yeah. So we got to see that. And then... Revelation 5, we see this whole scene of like, hey, we've got some scrolls here. God's plan for all of eternity, for the future of uh, mm-hmm. of all things yeah. is, is here. And it's sealed up. He sealed it up. It's his plan. Yeah. But no one can open it except for the Lion of Judah who became a slaughtered lamb yeah. uh, for, our, for our sins. And to achieve that, he conquered through sacrifice. Yeah. And that's what earned him the right to do that. So we, we see this picture of that happening. So this this kingdom always existed, right? Mm-hmm. The throne of Jesus is always, is, you know, in, in a way the kingdom is invisible even still because Jesus said, hey, uh, when I, uh, you know, when he came, I mean, he brought his kingdom. I mean, his kingdom is already, but not yet. It, mm-hmm. it started in that moment. And when we become believers, we are a part of that kingdom yeah. automatically. Scripture shows us that again and again mm-hmm. and again. This is this invisible kingdom. Go yeah, and I think I think that Scripture God, God is so gracious to let us have glimpses of that, like mm-hmm. specifically in Scripture. Like the one that popped in my mind was Ephesians, where Paul talks about. There's this whole thing going on. Yeah, that we're we, seated in the heavenly places. Yeah, we yes. are seated in the heavenly places. There's this whole thing happening that mm-hmm. we don't see physically with our yes. eyes, but that doesn't make it any less real. Right. Um, and then you get you, there's other glimpses of that throughout the Old Testament where you get to see, hey, this is going on too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I know you guys are experiencing this on earth, but here's what's happening outside of that. And um, and I think that that's a really key thing for us to remember. It is as we as we un- try to understand what's happening here in Revelation six. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mount of Transfiguration is a, a glimpse into the kingdom of God and Jesus in his mm-hmm. um, in his glory. Yeah. yeah. Um, so something that also happened. Um, you know, long ago is that, you know, we, we have an enemy. We have uh, Satan, a, a figure um, that is, is throughout Scripture as well, yeah. that, um, you know, this this um, desire to be God himself mm-hmm. um, resulted in his um, um, 
banishment from the kingdom of God, but um, he was also allowed the ability to rule um, uh, Jesus himself uh, throughout um, various uh, gospel texts calls him the God of this world, little g, mm -hmm. God of this world is coming, and, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we see um, where where he had dominion. We see a lot of these um, of these passages that show us, you know, there is an authority that the enemy carries. Now, it is a subordinate authority, yeah. right? It is an authority where he has to ask permission. Look mm -hmm. at, we talked about Job yesterday, yeah. uh, where that he had to take ask for permission there. Uh, even in this, as as Jesus breaks open these various scrolls and these various horses come, Jesus is sovereign over the the breaking of the scroll. He's the only one worthy to open yeah. it. But when he does, judgment comes, and at the same time, judgment comes. The, this warring kingdom against the <clears throat> kingdom of God is the thing that is used to bring about yeah. an act of this judgment. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's hard for us to understand that necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's 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 very nuanced. I yeah. should say. I think that's a let's camp out right there for just one second because I think that that's something that that we we have to grasp hold of as followers of Christ is that God God can use whatever means He desires to bring glory to Himself, mm -hmm. and um, and I think a lot of times we we have in our minds, well, God should have done it this way, yeah, you know, and and I'm not I don't want to say that that's um, it's okay to have those thoughts, but those thoughts have to come underneath the authority of Scripture right. and to understand that God can do whatever He wants to do. Mm -hmm. um, there, there are things about God's character where He won't do certain things mm -hmm. in a certain way. But I, I think that um, you know, I'm, my mind is taken to like uh, you know Genesis, where we, we see the story of Joseph, where mm -hmm. what what you meant for evil, God yeah. used it for good, and. Um, or, or I think about in, in Romans eight that God uses things that um, that from a human standpoint they look bad, but God uses them for mm -hmm. His glory and for our good. Um, he said it says He uses um, um, He shames the wise mm -hmm. right with the gospel is considered as foolishness to yeah. people who are perishing. Yeah. I mean, they're just countless scriptures that talk about He uses means that we wouldn't expect. Right. I mean, even Jesus born in a, a feeding trough. Yeah. Inside of a, um, a hewn rock, you yeah. know, uh, stable right. where animals slept. I mean, yeah. the king of all kings, born in this mm -hmm. desolate, dank, stinky right. place. The king of all kings who did not come to set up a kingdom politically on earth, earth. right? Yeah. Because his because his kingdom. He already had already a kingdom. Existed. He already had a kingdom. It was at the very core <laughs> yeah. of all things, yeah. you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought of Joseph too. We actually uh, in my D group read through that uh, the past couple of weeks that story, which I, I was reminded of how that's <clears throat> one of my favorite stories. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the Joseph, you know, like he comes to his brothers. Hey, God gave me a couple of visions, mm -hmm. and all y'all are gonna bow down to me. <laughs> right. Right. Which I'm sure he walked away with because he was a kid. He was a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he walked away with that thinking, oh, look oh, at yeah. me, mm -hmm. right? But And God did that. Mm -hmm. God did exactly what God told him he would do in the vision. Right, but he had to go through a lot it to get there. It took a long time <laughs> yeah. to get there and a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Near-death experience because his brother's jealousy. Mm -hmm. uh, spared by Reuben. Sold into slavery instead. Yeah. 
through slavery becomes the number one servant of Potiphar, a mm-hmm. governor, this this very important political figure. Mm-hmm. But then Potiphar's wife gets a little handsy mm-hmm. and you know wants to um, get get um, things going with Joseph. Yeah. Joseph's like, uh, nope, you're his wife, not mine. I'm yeah. out of here. But um, he's framed, yeah, imprisoned, mm-hmm. left for dead in the prison yeah, by the guys passed, passed he helped. Tell them their vision. Yep. And, hey, don't forget about me when he talked to the Pharaoh. You right. know? And then the Pharaoh's like, hey, I forgot this dream and no one can figure it out. And that cupbearer's like, oh, oh yeah. shoot, oh, <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that was I just this now remembered yeah. there's this dude. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it's certainly advantageous for him in that moment. Yeah. But, you know, through all that, Joseph says those very words what you, God, or what you in, intended for evil, God meant it for good. Yeah. And, he allowed me to do this so I could come before you and save our people mm-hmm. because there was a famine coming. Right. All this, all this took place in God's sovereign control yeah. to bring about this thing. Well, that's, that's how God works in all these things. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. And, uh, in our D group, we were talking about then it's like, you know, we kind of, I, I was like, Hey, this correlates with what I'm about to preach here. If you <clears> and, um, we were talking about that. And, um, one of the guys in my D group says, it's almost like if we knew the exact time and place that Jesus would come mm-hmm. and his kingdom would come, we'd, we'd get ready a couple of weeks beforehand. Right. We'd live our life to the full. Yeah. And, and I think that's a great analogy is that, hey, our, our, we should be focused on Jesus' kingdom all along yeah. because it's coming. It's the kingdom that matters most. And mm-hmm. the one we're in now doesn't matter. It's not lasting. It's not eternal. Yeah. And um, what I was, go ahead. You. Well, I was going to say to your point, I think that that's, so let, let's use the story of Joseph for just a second as our as our illustration here, that that boy who came to his brothers and said, hey, you guys are all going to bow down to me one day. Mm-hmm. God showed it to me in a dream. He could not have handled that if that had happened mm-hmm. right then. Oh, no. He was not prepared for that. No. And while never in a million years would Joseph have planned the track the way it was, I'm sure that when he got to the point where his brothers did come and bow down to him, gosh, I'm going to get emotional, for God to, for him to have the perspective to say, oh, all this stuff I went through yeah. was so that I could be ready to properly respond in this yeah. moment. And because, let's be honest, Joseph was not this superhero. He was a yeah. man. Yeah. And there, yeah, was, he made mistakes, there were yeah. so many days, I do not doubt, where he's sitting in that cell going, for real? Yeah. Like, come on, God. Yeah. You gave me this vision years ago. Like, yeah. please, come on, you know? And 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 I think just that is is um, something that we all can identify with, mm-hmm. of going mm-hmm. through moments where we're like, God, come on. Like, please, mm-hmm. make this stop, <laughs> you know? And, um, and yet, you go through those things so that when you do get to where God wants you to be, mm-hmm. you look back and go, oh. Now, mm. now I understand. Do you think he's in that moment as he, they, his brothers still think he's an Egyptian because he's speaking to them mm-hmm. uh, in an Egyptian language with a interpreter? Yeah, yeah, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, and like he's kept up this guys in front of them, and they they come in, you know, they're frantic because yeah. you know, he's kind of played some tricks on them. Right, and they're like, oh, have mercy on us, we, you know, mm-hmm. you know, our. our we are your servants and all this yeah. kind of stuff. You think in that moment he has this light bulb moment and just remembers those visions from before? I think he has to because it yeah. says he has to he has to step out. Oh yeah, he, he gets emotional. He, he gets emotional. Exactly. He's like, oh my gosh, God. Yeah. 
this this is what all this was for. Yeah, you know, and, and so, he doesn't break character in that moment. That's no, the funny thing. He doesn't. Yeah, because I think I, it was me. I think I'm like, I told you you're gonna bow down to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah but he doesn't. No. He doesn't. He um, he comes back, and he's he's very yeah. in a different place. Yeah, he to collects say, himself. Yeah, in a different place to say, you know what? <laughs> Y'all did a bunch of stupid stuff to me. But God had a different plan. Yeah. And I can see that now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's such to bring us back to Revelation. Yeah. I think that is a microcosm of what we see yeah. happening with the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So the the world goes through these birth pangs and mm-hmm. difficulties and things that are not Fun. I mean, the, the things that we read about yesterday in Revelation, that there's there's death and there's greed and there's um, just injustice, like mm-hmm, all of these mm-hmm. things that are coming as these seals are being broken. Right. And nobody wants to go through those kind of things. No. But it's it's a thing it's something that the world goes through so that when the kingdom does finally burst through, mm-hmm. you look at the kingdom and go, Thank God for this. Yeah. Thank God for this. Yeah. Because that was not something I want to be a part of. Well, it's almost, it allows you to see how wicked what we are surrounded by is. Absolutely, yeah. And that's the thing that was, I had started to kind of talk about, we went in a different direction for a moment, but let me go back to that, is that, you know, Satan's given dominion, authority, and a, sub- a subordinate authority, mm-hmm. because Jesus says, as he as he's, uh, gives the Great Commission, you know, all authority's been given to me. You yeah. Know, you know, so that certainly usurps whatever kind of authority mm-hmm. uh, the enemy had. He has, this, he has this authority, and so he's used that all along to build his own mimic kingdom, mm-hmm. like a counterfeit kingdom. He's, yeah. he's mimicked it after. We know that because he comes in riding on a white horse like Jesus is going to do in Revelation yeah. 9. Yeah. Like, so he's like, I'm the conqueror. I'm the ruler. Right. You know, he's disillusion, the, you know. Um, very dissolution. Yeah. But it's, he just keeps on doing it. Absolutely. The the picture the reason I smirked is that the, the picture I have in my mind of like it's the store brand next yeah. to the national brand where yeah. it's it's just similar enough, yeah. but then you're like, something's not right here. Yes. You know? Yeah. And yeah. It, and it's that mimic that's not quite the right thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, it but it it tries to like yeah. and that and his goal, we see at the first seal, his goal is to conquer. Yeah. He wants to conquer. He doesn't want Jesus to conquer. Right. He doesn't want Jesus' kingdom to come to, be, to come and conquer. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is the only one who conquered, right? That's right. what he says. The lot the lion of Judah has come. He's the one who's conquered. Yeah. He has conquered already. Yeah. Conquered past tense. He already yeah. did it. So the yeah. enemy has no chance to conquer, but it doesn't stop him. Yeah. And he tries his best. Yeah. And when the second seal is scroll uh the second scroll is uh broken, the seal is broken on the second uh uh, the second seal, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the second seal is broken, you know, uh, the blood red horse comes. And, um, you know, it's it's war. war. You know, like, we're going to war against um, uh, the people who are here and left. And then the third seal is broken. And um, famine comes as a result of greed and injustice that mm-hmm. um, that people are, are the, the, these uh, trumped up prices that... Mm. Of of just the bare necessities, right. it takes a day's wage to buy all that. So who can, who who can do anything anything right. to get ahead or get themselves in a place where they can, um, to uh, get ahead in the long run. Yeah. And then uh, the final one is death. The 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 horse, uh, of death at the at With the, the breaking of the four, mm-hmm. fourth seal, 
And, and that is the ultimate goal of our enemy. That's the ultimate goal of this counterfeit kingdom mm-hmm. is death. Yeah. It's, it's death. But mm-hmm. the kingdom of God has always existed that is pressing against this world and causing it to come into turmoil and press back in a conquering, warring, greedy, and just way. That kingdom is the kingdom where we find life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so um, I'm, I'm reminded of the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. but the gift of God is eternal life through mm-hmm. Jesus Christ our yeah. Lord. The slain, slaughtered lamb with all power and all wisdom at the very heart and, and, and middle of the throne of God is bringing about his kingdom Yeah. so that... <clears throat> life can be found Mm -hmm. and um it's that coming kingdom i echo uh these four living creatures and say come yeah come lord jesus Mm -hmm. i echo john and say come quickly lord jesus i certainly want that Mm -hmm. but while we are still here may we do what we can to help people see the kingdom of the land, yeah. the kingdom of life. Absolutely. Uh, you touched on this just a second ago, and I think this is so important for us to remember, that as all of these things are happening, as Jesus is cracking open these seals and this this terrible stuff is happening on the earth, this is not a battle for the, for Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is not a battle. He is not struggling in mm-hmm. this. That that all of the the best thing that Satan can come up with is of zero consequence yeah. for Jesus. And so I, I I think because of movies or because of pop culture, we have in our mind that there's this grand mm-hmm. Armageddon battle that's going to happen. This, there's no battle. There, there is an enemy who's lining up thinking there's going to be a battle, yeah. thinking he has a chance. There is no fight that yeah. happens here. Yeah. It's all done in a word from yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And so let us remember that as as those birth pangs happen, as the kingdom is is pressing through the the crust of the the counterfeit kingdom, the true kingdom is pressing through the crust of the counterfeit kingdom. That, that there is no struggle for God. There's no moment where you go, oh, is the hero going to win? It's sure. It has been sure yeah. from eternity past. Yeah. And and Jesus is sovereign over that mm-hmm. in control of all of it. Yeah, because he's the line of Judah who's conquered already. Conquered, yeah. past tense. Yes, yeah. he has already yeah, conquered. Absolutely. It's not it is not he's going to conquer. Yeah. He has conquered. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a really important thing for us to remember. So. This is hard. Sure. I mean if I, I'm really honest. Yeah. Um preparing just this one message. Mm-hmm. This is why I was thankful we're taking breaks, man, because uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's hard. It's it's yeah. difficult. Uh there's a lot I have to cut out because mm-hmm. I'd love to get into, well, this might mean this. I mean, that would take would take forever. Yeah, years. <laughs> and we're already preaching 43 of these, 48 uh, 40, of these? 44, I think, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, I just don't I just don't know how I could do it. But it, it's difficult. It's hard. Uh, I, I, I do mean this. I said it yesterday. I approach this in humility. I don't think I know it all. I, mm-hmm. just, I just don't. But I want to know, and that's why I press on. Yeah. Uh, but it is it is hard, but it is so good. Yeah. Like it's just it's good. It mm-hmm. has been good uh, for me, and I pray that it comes through as uh, it gets preached as well that people can mm-hmm. see um, you know, this kingdom and this 
this conquer conquering lamb, yeah. this conquering lion. Yeah, I think I think Revelation is such a great um, again to use this word microcosm of of what we see in all of Scripture is that it's it's all about Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we ever get to a point in our walk where we are tired of being reminded of Jesus, yeah we've lost our way. Yeah. Uh, and so that's uh, that's one reason that I love the book of Revelation is yeah. that you do get to see that Jesus is the one who conquered. He mm-hmm. is in control. Mm-hmm. He has won. And and we can trust in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's is that not where we find our confidence and oh, strength? Yeah. That oh, we yeah. have a king who is conquered and over everything. He's He won. He and already he won. won it. Yeah. It's... He won it and he's sitting on the throne. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. trust in him. And so I think yeah. that's a that's a great thing to be reminded of over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's easy to get blinded by what's right in front of our eyes yeah. and think, oh no, something's wrong. Yeah. But that's not the case. No. So. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. Um, a lot to talk about, right? A lot of a lot of things to think about, to respond to, and we hope that you would. We would love to interact with you. That we could, um, you know, what what have you seen about Jesus? What have you seen about the kingdom of God? Just in this one message, or or leading up to this point, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life or comment right on this YouTube video. Um, we would love to talk to you about it and and um, discuss it because. We love to talk about it. I mean, it's been good just just for us recording this, but um, we'd love to talk to you about it as well. So interact with us. Um, But we're going to continue on next week. We'll look at the the other or two more seals being opened. But until then, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope you'll join us next time as we continue down the path.